0: What's up? It is Audio Surgeon in Life and Space. Life and Space, yeah. Oh, yeah. The song is quite a song. It's life and space time Gonna go through time and space and life and The word space And time And stuff Cool stuff Awesome things Technology Mostly technology And musical stuff but today is the Nintendo episode where we're going to talk about the, the Nintendo, Nintendo Switch. Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh yeah, the Nintendo Switch. This was a um, kind of one of those episodes I was dwelling on. I wasn't sure exactly when I was going to do this episode, but I finally think I got all my eggs in one basket, ready to just drop those eggs, and um, they're going to splash everywhere when I talk about what's going to be about Nintendo. Yeah, so basically, like... I just wanted to talk about Nintendo for an episode, you know, just uh, give my opinions on some stuff about what they're doing, where they're going, and where they've been. So yeah, if that's the past, present, and future of Nintendo. Yeah. I think it's kind of important because I have been a fan of Nintendo since like 1980, uh, probably like 89 or... Yeah, something like that. A long time ago, I played Nintendo, like, my whole life. So Nintendo has been a big old part of it, and I've been playing tons of Mario. I've been playing all the games from Zelda all the way to whatever Splatoon is now, I guess you would call it. And, yeah, so I I, I bought a lot of Nintendo crap. Uh, I'll be honest. <laughs> Throughout those years, I bought a lot of Nintendo stuff. Uh now when I was younger of course my parents bought me the first Nintendo I ever played the NES and I was instantly hooked I could not put it down. I was playing Mario, I think it was Mario Three, which was like the funnest Mario I ever played. you know, of course, you know, Super Mario Bros with the Duck Hunt was the one that came with it, and of course th- those are fun, but man, Mario three was like it was like Mario's adventure in Crazy Mario Land. I don't know it was just it was a lot of fun, so uh I've been a big fan of Nintendo for a long time and uh one thing that i definitely know about nintendo through all the years and my experience of playing nintendo and you know being a part of it is that they uh they're very good at marketing they are extremely good at marketing, uh, y- of course, you know, the cool creativity things and uh, Mario and his adventures and Zelda and all this other stuff. It's all colorful, it's fun, it's interesting to kids. So, uh, yeah, they're very good at marketing that and creating a lot of hype around it as well. So, uh, I-, I had discussed some hype things theories or things in my past episodes and uh we might revisit some of that in this episode so just hang on to your shorts and uh enjoy the podcast so we'll uh we'll just go ahead and start off with uh, mario i guess right and uh, Mario is, like, the center of Nintendo. If you don't know what Mario is, then, I don't know, you're not from Earth. So uh, Mario is, like, the epicenter of, like, everything that's Nintendo. So, uh, I mean, if you, how do you say, if if you play Nintendo, you've played a Mario game. There's no doubt about it. They, they come packed, usually, with a Mario game. So... You would normally get a Mario game with a system. Now, that's not necessarily the case these days. Uh, I believe the Nintendo Switch. Maybe if you buy the light version, maybe you get like a game in there. But they usually don't pack it with a game unless it's a special edition. Uh, I think right now they have a uh, Animal Crossing special edition, so that's available, I guess, now. But if you can even get your hands on one, because the the Switch is super super hard to get a hold of right now uh they have the light i see actually quite a few of the light versions and if you don't know what the light version is it's it's only portable you cannot plug this into your tv so the actual switch the original switch is the one that you can plug into your tv and then you can take it on the go and you can uh swap out the controls and do different things with it uh and of course uh, it has motion sensitivity so if you wanted to play games that were like you know uh originally like uh produced for the wii if you don't remember the wii it was like a remote control that had voice or i'm sorry it did have actually it did have voice activity but it had motion sensitivity and so the controllers have motion sensitivity And in, in some of the games for nintendo especially in the past decade have introduced uh motion controls and uh those types of mechanics are involved in nintendo now so Uh, yeah. So those are just some of the things that are different about the light and the uh, regular version of the switch. And in my prediction next year, and this is my prediction about it is that they'll probably have a new switch coming out. And (laughs) since these things are disposable, like cell phones, eventually you're just going to get a more powerful version of it. So, and, uh, I see Nintendo in the future is just becoming this company. That's just going to do, dwindle into this zone for a while. Uh, It just seems that that's the way it should be anyway because Nintendo for many, many years have had portable versions of their Nintendo and then they've had the home version of the the Nintendo uh, console, if you say. So... Uh Yeah, I mean, where to start? Uh, Nintendo for many, many years have been doing the same thing that they've been doing for a while, uh, which is basically reselling you the games you played in the past. And that's kind of what I want to focus on right now. Uh, because they had just recently released And uh, let's see, this podcast is coming out in November So we're talking about September uh, When they released the Super Mario 3D All-Stars And they also re-announced the reissue of the uh, 3D World Which is coming out in February of 21 So uh, again, those are uh, games that I have purchased uh, You know, in the distant past And uh Speaking of the games that come with the Super Mario 3D All-Stars bundle, uh, Super Mario 64, which is probably considered one of the all-time most iconic actual 3D Mario games that ever came out. And uh, I cannot tell you how many times I've bought this game. (laughs) And, I, you know, of course, the original one for the 64, which probably retailed for about $60, you know, unless you've got it bundled with the system. It uh, has been resold many times. Uh, I believe for the 3DS, uh, you've got it in the digital store, the digital store on the Wii, uh, the digital store on the Wii U, and now uh, in a bundle that comes on the Nintendo Switch. And uh, bundled with the uh, the games that come in the Mario 3D All-Stars bundle, uh, you also get the Super Mario Sunshine, which I'll go into a little bit more in depth a little later and tell you my impressions of that game because I actually skipped that one on the GameCube. I did not get a GameCube when I was, uh, you know, a little bit younger. Uh, I skipped that one, and uh, I'll be honest, I'm kind of glad I did, but <laughs> I'll go into more depth depth. With that, uh, a little little later, uh, and then of course Super Mario Galaxy, which is obviously the best one out of all three of them. Uh, I I honestly uh, cannot tell you how much this is just a awesome awesome game. The Super Mario Galaxy series was probably by far one of the best ones and of course in my opinion the 3d uh super mario 3d world which is the one that they're going to reissue again in february is actually probably my all-time favorite 3d version of mario i mean that one's really good too but uh we'll just kind of go in order here uh so you get all three of these games Super Mario 64, Sunshine and Galaxy in uh, a three pack and they were normally the the retail value was about 59.99 and I actually got it for 49.99 at, at the Walmart so I'm kind of glad I saved $10 on there cuz I wasn't really happy about paying a full you know AAA price for three games that uh, two of these I've actually already purchased previously for my Wii U system. Now, when Wii U came out, I was really excited about this because they had, uh, uh, obviously, the 3D World that came out. They had some new Super Mario Brother content, which is the uh, 2D platform version of Mario. It's just redone. It's new or whatever. But they also were coming out with a lot of other cool stuff for the Wii U. And the Wii U... Uh, in my opinion, was a fantastic system. The only thing that they probably did wrong was they had a tablet that went with it, and instead of just creating a good Nintendo system, they created this tablet that came along. They could have put more... Into the system than having to have some separate entity that comes out of the system. And it had a whole controller and everything on there and a touch screen and all that, but it was just kind of elaborate and it didn't make sense because people thought, oh, well, this is cool. You're going to get two systems, one for home and one for the road. You know, you could just take it with you, but that wasn't the case. You actually needed the whole system plugged in and working in order to use a tablet. And, um, one of my favorite games came out for the Wii U, which was Splatoon. I really do dig that game. That game is a lot of fun, and it was also a huge hit for uh, Nintendo. They uh, they made gangbusters on that on that game. I mean, they they created a whole world around uh, the Splatoon universe, and that was really cool. I did enjoy Splatoon a lot. Uh, but what I what I ultimately was looking forward to is that when I missed uh, the how do you say, the GameCube and the Wii, the regular Wii. Uh, I I really wasn't into Nintendo at the time, and uh, Nintendo sparked my imagination with the Wii U, and I thought, you know, since I'm an older uh, gentleman now, uh, I figured that I had the money to go and buy it and then, you know, enjoy some of the classic games that I, you know, played when I was younger because they also had this thing called the market, the Wii U market or the marketplace. And this was really exciting too because, hey, you know, I can actually go back and, you know, buy some of the old games I used to enjoy cuz they actually had a whole catalog of games that you can buy that were for the 64 or for the Super Nintendo or the NES and you can individually purchase them. And by the way, they weren't cheap either. They were about $10 to $20 a piece. So, uh as you can imagine, I did invest a lot of money in the Wii U and uh as we all know, if you do keep track of Nintendo, this system actually failed. They canceled the whole thing. When Switch came out, they discontinued everything. And, of course, the one thing that I was most interested in is, okay, great, you're going to come out with this new console. It's going to be better. So all my stuff that I bought digitally should transfer over to the new system because everything that you know Nintendo kind of you know tailored to is that this thing was backwards compatible. You're going to be able to play all your Nintendo games. But then they just kind of dropped that and just kind of left that in the dust. They never came back to talking about that again. And so anything that you did purchase with the Wii U was basically vanquished. It was totally gone. You did not get anything, no value whatsoever out of it. And luckily, a lot of the games I bought were physical copies. So I was able to resell my Wii U to someone and they actually got a lot of good use out of it. But at least I got, you know, a third of my money back, I guess, or a quarter, I guess you could say. Um... Out of all the games I had. And I had a lot of really cool games. I even had, like, Metroid games and stuff, which they still haven't made a new Metroid for the Switch. I'm kind of hoping that they'll do that, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Anyway, it's kind of a lot of information. But, uh, yeah, so basically what I'm trying to get at here is that they kind of resell you the same stuff. And uh, in hopes of, you know, when releasing the new system, you could transfer that over. But like I said, they, they kind of talked about it and they kind of just forgot about it. And so now they have this new e shop on Nintendo and the ability to buy everything digital. And I refuse kind of to do that because I do like the physical copies. If I ever get bored of the game, I can resell them. I can go to the GameStop or Mom and Pop old used game store, maybe get credit for it and then get something else or another new game or whatever. But, uh, yeah, so that's one of the reasons why I strictly try to buy physical copies of games when it comes to the consoles, because if, if they pull those kind of games on you or if Nintendo pulling the game on the consumer, uh, you kind of, you get left in the dust with that. And like I said, a lot of those games were nine to 20 bucks a piece or 10 to 20, I guess you could say, uh, with tax and all that probably a little bit more uh, so I lost all that content I mean I had like Mario RPG I had Mario 64 I had all the original NES Mario's I had uh the Super Mario World I had uh, you know some uh, other NES games I had Donkey Kong I had a, a bunch of really great content for the Wii U that I now don't have and so if Nintendo's idea is that they're just going to resell all this stuff back to you and you know all-star packs and things of that nature that kind of bums me out a little bit so that's just my little you know letter to nintendo about what's 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 you know what is that all about but uh the 3d all-stars i can't complain though it's a great it's a great pack these are three really great games and it's going to provide me with a lot of entertainment when i'm bored or whatever you know and i want to go back to you know playing these games uh so for $49.99, I would say okay. You know, go ahead. it's it's a fantastic game. Comes with well, my only thing would be is it would have been awesome if they included Galaxy 2 though. Uh I mean if you included Galaxy Two, that would be twenty bucks a game. Two four six. No, actually that'd be more. That'd be like eighty uh if they included Mario Super Mario Galaxy Two that would probably place them around about 12 bucks a game and i think that's really what they're about worth i don't think they're worth any more than that because right now if you bought at the msrp 59.99 that'd be that would that would mean super Mario 64 is 20 sunshine is 20 and galaxy is 20 and i think that's too much these games should be 10 to 12 bucks a piece no more than that uh especially since i'm rebuying this stuff but at least in this version of the game, it comes with Super Mario Sunshine. I never played that one. Like I said, I skipped the Cube and I skipped the Wii and I never did play Sunshine. So Sunshine is a new experience for me. And let me tell you, out of all the Mario games I played, this one, I believe the developers were, I don't know what was going on that day, but they were definitely mad at the consumer because this game is incredibly difficult to control, in my opinion. It is a very, very hard to control game i don't get half of it to be honest with you like uh, a lot of the objectives are in like either hard to reach places which are very stingy with a controller and the levels are super challenging and i like that but it's not forgiving at all this game is not forgiving at all yeah in most cases too you only have three lives unless you find one-ups which are sometimes pretty rare to find uh, this game can be a chore or a grinder. You can grind this game till the end of days and it will keep you occupied, of course, but it is frustrating. I kept, you know, I kept finding myself coming in and out of the game many times trying to, like, you know, figure out how to do something. But yeah, there's these. These levels where they take away this water thing that Mario has—I don't know what the heck this thing's really all about. It's like supposed—you're supposed to wash this goop that's all over the place. I don't know, but only one level I saw you're really doing that. But um, yeah, so and then Mario has no capabilities or superpowers without this thing. So and then you're doing these levels where you have to jump on blocks and they're rotating and doing all this crazy stuff. I don't know. It's frustrating, but you know overall these three games uh, i i give it a good rating because it's fun you know mario's fun of course mario 64 i played that so many times it's it's almost impossible to tell you all this stuff i mean it's just crazy how many times i played that game but uh yeah so uh interesting pack uh price wise i think it should be about 29 bucks so you know in my opinion, but uh, yeah, it's interesting that they released this and not only that, they're only releasing it for a temporary amount of time, so the, once this game sells out, or once it's not available, you will not see it on the shelf again, or even in the digital store apparently they're going to actually phase this out I don't know why, that's just something that they they, they said that they were going to do, they planned that, it was something that they planned, and I don't know if that means they're going to do something different or if there's going to be some other great things happen uh ha- happening uh but as for what i know about that game it is only going to be a temporary sale so that's a little bizarre they kind of limit it and i think that's also to create maybe some hype around it and i think that that's also it's going to draw more people to want to you know buy it or get it or whatever but other than that uh yeah <laughs> And uh, the other one that I was talking about was the Mario 3D World. And I own this on the Wii U as well. Um, This will be a full $59 game. It also includes this thing called Bowser's Fury. And I don't quite really know what Bowser's Fury is. uh, But I do know that this game is a blast. Mario 3D World is a fantastic game. I really, really enjoy this one. Uh out of most of the Nintendo games I play with Mario, this game I, I had a just so much fun with. It is such a fun game. And uh this one, uh I know I'll end up getting it, of course. Uh it just it's kind of a bummer, you know, that I, I actually own this game when the Wii U came out and that now I'm going to end up having to rebuy it so yeah it's 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 a full price game and uh, but it's a good one it's it's a fun game you know Uh, everything about 3D Mario World is is really interesting in fact here's some music from it Uh, so yeah, you're Mario and Bowser obviously is, you know, upset and he's caught all these little fairies and these little fairies are in jars and you're flying through these, like, I don't know, like translucent tunnels or something or pipes. You know, Mario likes to go down pipes, I guess. He's a plumber and you can be any character in this game. You could be Luigi, you could be Toad, you could be, uh, Princess Peach and, uh, you can also play four players, looks like. And the great thing about this, what's going to be really neat about this game is that they actually are going to have online play. So uh, you can actually play with other people or friends or whatever on here. Uh, so this will be interesting. Oh, they also have this cool feature where you turn into like a, like a double person or something. You you collect like these cherries and the, it multiplies the amount of characters you have on screen. It's super trippy but uh, they have a lot of really cool uh, upgrades and different things with this game that make it a whole lot of fun. And uh, yeah, like I said, this one is, this one's a keeper. I, I do like this game a whole lot. There's a lot of cool things that they do with it. And of course, Bowser, he's crazy and you're trying to get to him and annihilate his whole craziness. So, but yeah, thumbs up for this one. I really do like Super Mario 3D World that'll be you know it'll be fun of course to be able to play it online as well so that's like the main thing that they're trying to aim at here is that you'll be able to play it online in Bowser's Fury this looks really crazy i didn't actually see this part so you're going to have some challenging levels i guess so that's uh that's that so what is that going to be in february february uh, 12th 2021 up to four players so yeah yeah so if we're talking nintendo games super mario 3d world and i'm surprised this didn't come out like right away with a switch you know the very first thing they released was a zelda game which was very unusual for nintendo to do uh and then of course when mario uh, odyssey is the one i'm trying to think of uh when that came out that game it was it was fun but it, it just doesn't it didn't feel like Mario a hundred percent of the time. I don't know. Mario just has a different, like Mario in general, doesn't walk around a city with cars and things. I don't know. I just thought it was a little bizarre. Uh, but overall it's still fun. It's not a game that I would come back to like a whole lot, you know, like once you play, uh, uh what is it called? Uh, the Mario, geez, I totally just brain farted right there. But anyway, once you play that that game I'm talking about, the Mario Odyssey, that's it. Uh, I, I didn't have the urge to want to play it anymore. So once you play through once, you're kind of good. And uh, that just seems like most of the games that come out these days are kind of like that. Unless they come out with more content. They you know have that, the DLC and stuff that they sell. And Nintendo is not super huge on DLC, except for Super Smash Bros., uh, which is, I don't know, pumped full of DLC. It's almost ridiculous how much DLC is in the Super Smash Bros. I think they kind of ruined that game, though. So, yeah, they they kind of took that game and went all, all in with all these characters. There's just too many to keep track of. I I don't know if the fans really want it or if Nintendo just kind of figures why not. It's just the game that they do that with. And Nintendo has a huge wide variety of games. I mean... I'm just looking here at some of the ones that are showing on the front page of their uh, Nintendo website and what's available. Uh, I mean, Pokemon, you got Minecraft, you got, well, the dungeons of Minecraft, they're pushing that product pretty hard right now. I know they just had a Minecraft Live last month, so they're really pushing some hype on Minecraft lately and Minecraft I could do a whole show just on Minecraft and what they're doing with that but uh yeah they're really hyping a lot of stuff on that so and you know I get it that's what they're trying to do they're trying to hype everything so they can sell it but uh some of the new games uh Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity not interested uh Pikmin 3 Deluxe I didn't really get into the Pikmin series so I don't really know a whole lot about it but it's kind of like a strategy game I guess uh with these like little alien characters it kind of fun looking I guess. Uh they also made the Super Mario Bros 3D 35th anniversary thing where you play the original Mario and I guess they're going to add, you know, new levels or whatever from the original Mario I guess, but uh and that just uh you play with 35 people online and then you can like battle it out. It's like you send, you know, like I don't know how to explain it, but you you destroy an enemy and it goes to another person's, you know, screen. It's kind of like the Tetris 99 kind of similar except it's it's only 35 players at a time uh Animal Crossing which I did a I did a show on that I'm not too psyched on Animal Crossing right now uh fortnite which is a free game you know it actually hardly well it runs on the switch but it kind of it's pushing it you know i think eventually that game won't run on switch i I would kind of sadly say it's kind of pushing the boundaries right now uh although i am very good at the switch version (laughs) i don't know why i guess maybe the people aren't that good at playing on the switch but uh i usually can get first a lot of the time when I'm playing on, uh, Fortnite on the switch, I'm, I'm good at doing that. But when it comes to playing on the PC, forget it. People on the PC, I don't know what's up with that. It is tough. Uh, rocket league, which I actually bought and is now free to play. So you can play that on the switch. Uh, but yeah, there's just a whole, whole ton of different games, you know, that Nintendo has right now uh in the game store uh 3DS I don't think anybody's playing that no more they're kind of phasing that out and you know I get it you know I mean for something that's like a small handheld console where you're not paying you know top dollar for your games if they're phasing that out I get it but you know, the Wii U was disappointing, like I said, when they phased that out, and all the stuff that I bought is all bye-bye, and now eventually I'm sure they're going to re-release all of it again, and once they release Mario RPG, which is what they usually do towards the end of the console's life, then you'll pretty much be able to say goodbye to the console, because every time that I want to play that game, it's always at the very end of the console's lifespan, and then they come out with something new, and then they rip rip it right from your arms again, you know, it just seems like that's what they do, Nintendo uh i know it kind of sounds like i'm beating up on nintendo but it's just what i've noticed and uh, i remember the miiverse too the miiverse was actually pretty cool in the wii u and uh that's kind of where this is going to go now where i'm going to talk about some of the features that they actually used to have that they don't have anymore now that nintendo has a 20 dollar a year membership which is you know it's roughly nothing uh you know they they had a free miiverse community and a lot of cool stuff was on there i mean if you wanted to play games with people you could find people to play with now you have to know them on uh, social media and i don't want to go on social media and find people to play with what am i going to do i'm actually going to spend my time doing that kind of stuff it doesn't make any sense you know uh the Meverse was great i mean that was like a whole mario community yeah, me verse, man. It was it was really cool. You can create your own little character. He's gonna talk. I don't, I'm not gonna put it up. But uh, you can create your own little character and you have your own profile, and it just it it was really neat. And then uh, you can actually find, like I said, people to play with. I found people on there to play Minecraft with, and now that they got rid of that, I I can't find that. So unless you uh, broadcast your Switch number, which is like your friend code or whatever, but uh, what is? Let's see here. Yeah, you could talk about your favorite games. It had that weird sound in the background. For your favorite games. Players from different countries post messages in their language. Yeah, and you can post messages and stuff. I thought that was really cool. You know, I mean, okay. they they do incorporate that in the some of the games. The uh, the Mario Maker game kind of has like its own weird community verse thing in there. If you actually play like and make make uh, Mario levels and whatnot you can actually have a whole community going on in that uh but that's just in one specific game and if every game has to have its own community that that means you're going to have to create so many channels and all this stuff it just uh, doesn't make any sense you know Meverse had it all in one place and you could uh like i said everything was just there you know and I thought it was fun you know I thought it was fun to have your own Nintendo community and people use it they said people stop using it I don't I don't believe that for a minute uh, there were a lot of people actually using it you know as soon as you get onto your Nintendo obviously you see the first screen will come up and there's like all these people walking around on the floor and these are just random accounts that come up and you can see them walking around what they're thinking about what they're playing and stuff and I thought that was a great marketing technique if Nintendo wanted to show people what they were playing and what they were doing I think the Meverse was the best thing that they could have kept because because that was just ultimately interesting, and now it it's i don 't know e- even the home screen on the switch is not interesting at all it just it 's just a basic kind of like you know here 's a white background with all your tiles that show the games you have, and obviously don 't take resources from the switch and put all these fancy things in there because it 'll you know obviously kill the power the switch has you know you obviously want to make you know make sure that your battery doesn 't you know crap out too early or if you are hooked up to the tv it doesn 't matter but Yeah, I mean, I get it. There's all these different things and, you know, there's only so much that this unit can really do because if Nintendo released a console that's comparable to the Xbox or PlayStation, then you wouldn't really be working with this mobile ability. But, I mean, I think Nintendo, I don't know. uh, It it would be kind of nice if Nintendo just made a good home console, you know. Uh, It's been so long since they've actually thought of just doing something unique like that. Uh, even when the 64 came out, they started going in this weird, bizarre direction with all these really crazy-looking controllers and stuff. And the the GameCube, like I said, just did not appeal to me. Whatever was going on there, they they really went... Uh, a great distance to create Create something so in You know, unique in its own way But, you know, making these little tiny Discs and the handle on the system For, I mean, for what? I mean, kids are Just going to plug this into their TV, they're going to play the game They're not going to go, you know, do Nintendo Land parties or whatever, I never Saw that You know and people were doing that with the xbox and stuff like that but yeah um it just uh yeah nintendo just did some weird stuff and then when the wii came out that's when i was really confused you know with that remote controller but then when i heard that galaxy was really cool and they made uh some cool content content you know bowling Wii bowling was cool i mean they had the whole wii sports thing too which was kind of cool that they got rid of on the wii u uh yeah and they don't i don't think they do it now And also, the other gripe that I have with Nintendo is that Nintendo, when they first originally uh, announced the Switch and they were talking about the, uh, uh, what do you call, they were talking about everything about the eShop and like what you can buy on there and all that, they were basically saying, hey, you know, we're going to put out good content. We're not going to, you know scam our you know customers with you know just weird oddball stuff and you know dlc over the top stuff and whatnot but that's kind of just what i've been seeing in this new e-shop that uh all the stuff in the game store is just like it seems like there's like 20 or 30 games coming out every week but one out of like you know every like a hundred or maybe are maybe, like, a good Nintendo, you know, actual manufactured game, and the rest of it is just all this crazy nonsense indie stuff, and I get it. There's some good indie games, but some of them are just so oddball and, like, don't even look good that it's just, like, they're, it's turning into, like, Steam for the the, the computer, for your personal computer. Steam is, like, basically, like, a huge online library of, like, PC computer games you know good and Bad you know I mean you have a whole mix of them but Nintendo said they weren't going in that Direction as far as I know when they were doing You know their directs or their whatever Treehouse things or whatever they were talking about When it was coming out Uh, the word Was they weren't going to do that and now it seems like a lot of content that's coming out is going directly in that direction. It's like, it's like the app store for your iPhone, you know? I mean, there's so much stuff and you know, the quality of it, I don't know. it does just doesn't seem the quality is up there in their, you know, game store or whatever. But I mean, if you go to like your local Walmart or GameStop, of course you, you take a look at the selection of the, you know, the new Nintendo Nintendo games that come out or the top 10 or whatever, you know, Uh, Of course, you know, you can always pick up a great game and uh, there's not a problem doing that. But if you're strictly only to like digital, though, you're going to get a lot of that stuff, too. And a lot of it just seems like it's filler. They're just trying to fill it. They're trying to fill time with all these other things that don't make any sense. And then when something good does come out, you'll hear about it. And, of course, you're going to buy that. But, you know, in the meantime, a lot of that stuff just doesn't make any sense, you know. And, of course, uh, let me see. Pokemon, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a huge Pokemon fan. I know that uh, Nintendo Switch has had a legacy with Pokemon. I guess the newest one is called Sword and Shield. So, yeah. I mean, that the actual, like, the content in the game looks kind of cool. It's just... Uh, I haven't really been into that universe in a while. So I don't think it really makes me excited to see what's going on in the Pokemon games right now. I mean, I know there's some dark. uh, (laughs) What am I trying to say here? There's some hardcore fans out there of, you know, the whole Pokemon thing. But, yeah, I don't know. And uh, I'm not the only one that actually thinks this. I mean, I I was searching online. I actually found just, well, a lot of it's not. Easy to find, but there are some people that were talking about their Wii U to switch experience and some of the questions they had and uh, the you know the difficulties they've had as well. Uh, and one guy here, I don't want to say his name, but he says he he's owned every Nintendo system since the original NES and loved every system. But as an early adopter of the Wii U, he bought lots of games on it, and the system got dropped by Nintendo, and now they're re-releasing the same games on Switch. And that's basically my 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 gripe with it, it is exact is exactly what this guy is saying, is that you know when the wii u came out i saw an opportunity to get all those things back and then now when they went to the switch i only had the system for a few years and then uh, i probably invested i'm not joking probably oh you know in the thousand area maybe a little bit more than that i mean on just nintendo stuff and not to mention all the uh all the amiibo characters, which I still kept. I kept all the amiibo characters. I'm not giving those up. That that's really cool. I like those. And when they were releasing those, that was a lot of fun to collect them, but they don't even sell hardly those anymore. I mean, if you're talking about like the original ones for the, uh, what was it? The, um, uh, super smash brothers. That's what it was. They released like almost every character and at 14 or 15 bucks a pop that could add up too. I mean, I, I bought a, bunch of those and i still have them i'm cl- i'm collecting those and keeping those for as long as i can until I you know whatever when i get tired of them or whatever but but yeah that was also one of the things too when the wii u came out and i'm you know i was thinking all oh, these are all these cool toys and stuff that go along with it i was so excited about that too and of course nintendo and they have a whole uh force of like you know game talk shows and nintendo voice chat shows where they talk about this stuff that gets you all excited about that so you go out and buy them and all that but but yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's just, you know, my story with the Wii U, my experience with it, and, um, yeah, was that the whole point of this show? I don't know. I, I, and again, I'm not knocking Nintendo. I, you know, Nintendo is a great system. I really have a lot of fun with it. Uh, there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, as far as just the way that they run some of the things, you know, I just don't understand it hundred percent. Um. So yeah, you know, uh, it just would have been great if all my stuff was transferable, you know, and that that would have been great, you know. And the the other thing about this uh, Mario Three Pack, the Three D All Stars, it comes with all the uh, all the uh, original soundtracks to the game too. So it's kind of cool that you can actually listen to the music. It's actually got like a music player in there that you can just listen to all the songs and there's like probably like four hours of music in it it's like one hour of super 64 like two hours of the uh what do you call it? the sunshine and then like a three hour soundtrack for the uh galaxy and it, it's fantastic i mean if you just got it for the you know the soundtracks i would probably say that's you know a great value added to a you know the whole package so that's 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 a that's a bonus or that's a plus, you know, that I think that's really cool about that, you know. Uh, the music to Mario is fantastic. This is some of the stuff from the Super Mario 64 uh, part of the uh, game. Yeah, this one's called Slider. It's when Mario's sliding down these slides in the the world, and the music gets all crazy and fun. So yeah, and that's that's what it's all about. It's you know it's about the fun and all that stuff. And then this one though from Super Mario Sunshine, this one's different. That's the thing about Super Mario Sunshine. What I what I really notice is that it's very different. It uh. It's exciting though. I mean, the game itself has like a premise that's interesting, you know? There's like this whole thing. I, I think what they were getting at is that like the world is becoming polluted, you know? And so Mario is here to try to clean it up. But Mario has like this enemy in the game that's like a shadow of Mario. So that's that's kind of like where I, I you know, I didn't quite get it. And then Mario's like going on to like a vacation. So he's going on like this vacation. And then, you know, all of a sudden you're like, hey. Let's go to Mario town or whatever with all these people and they're weird people, too, that live in this town. I don't don't, They don't look nothing like Mario. And then you just uh, you get ransacked by this crazy character that's looking like Mario and then Mario gets thrown in jail. So everybody hates Mario in this game. That's the weird thing about it. Everybody is like totally like mad with Mario. And then you go to Super Mario Galaxy, which is a fantastic game. This one is actually... It's its very cinematic, actually. It's almost emotional. It's a great game. So if you really want to play Super Mario, play Super Mario Galaxy. Don't waste your time with the sunshine. I don't... Eh, it's weird. Don't waste your time with Mario 64 unless you're like, you know, in your 30s or whatever or 40s. Uh, that's a good game for the retro guys like me. But uh, Galaxy is fantastic. I mean, Galaxy is probably my new favorite Mario game of all time with along with a 3D world of course 3D world is fantastic yeah this one's called Egg Planet and they actually used a real orchestra to record all this music so I believe this was like one of the most expensive soundtracks that Mario was involved in yeah I think, I don't know, unless... I think Nintendo actually has, like, their own orchestra, so I can't really tell you. They might own all that stuff. I mean, Nintendo is... I'm surprised Nintendo hasn't become, like, its own Disney, in a sense, you know? I mean, from what I hear, though, they're going to be making, like, Mario, Nintendo theme parks and stuff, so, like, that's in the works. And, uh, of course, if you're on the Nintendo website, you can actually see what's new in the world of Nintendo, just (laughs) news in general... And uh, I think the funniest thing I saw was that they they partnered up with uh, Cold Stone Creamery, and they have like a Mario ice cream. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, in the birthday cake or something. So you know, for the kids, of course, you know, kids go crazy for that stuff. They love Mario-related material. Uh, Mario is just this happy-go-lucky person, so all the kids can relate to it. And the one game though that I don't know, Nintendo started going to like the. Uh, to like cell phone stuff, and uh, that really like threw me off like the whole thing with the Mario Run series and this Mario Kart tour I guess Mario Kart tour is gonna have its first anniversary unless it's already happened I don't know and uh, yeah I don't know when I played that game i didn't I didn't I didn't want to get into it to me it just seems like there's just all this stuff to collect and all this stuff to do that uh. I just didn't want to get involved in it, especially with the cell phone games and the things that they're like tailored to. It, it's just like it's just like collecting digital junk and stuff like that in order to, you know, level up and make your character look really awesome and whatnot. But uh yeah, that I don't get that quite uh the whole thing Nintendo was doing with the cell phone stuff and the apps and all that. And uh of course they also make apps that are like play it alongside of certain games like I think there's like this Animal Crossing app that's going to come out I don't know if it's going to make the game any better but you know as far as I remember the Animal Crossing game was kind of a disappointment for me I don't know maybe I'm not the target audience that they're looking for when it comes to Animal Crossing but uh, yeah I don't know that one was kind of I don't know it's a hit or miss I guess sometimes with these Nintendo games but uh, you can't go wrong with the Mario games though it's a, it's a him, Mario. You can't go wrong with an, you know Mario games though. Mario itself is like the main reason why I get Nintendo games. And probably reason number two would be uh, for Zelda. In fact, I didn't even talk about Zelda. I mean, the newest thing they're coming out with is like this Hyrule Warriors thing. But... The last Hyrule Warriors that I bought, I I I wasn't super impressed with it. It was kind of like just this beat 'em up game, and uh, it just it just never ended, you know. It just it's like this beat 'em up never ending kind of game that uh, I don't know if I was a hundred percent on track with. Yeah, let you me see here. Ready. Now the the whole like uh Zelda series, especially the new stuff they're doing though, is fantastic though. And it's like this whole story-based thing here happening. But I mean this looks this looks actually better than the last one. The last Hyrule Warriors. The last like the last one I played, I don't know, it's kind of kinda of strange. This one actually looks more open-ended. Because the last one, it's like they blocked you off in a certain areas and you can only access certain points. I mean, they might do the same thing with this one. I don't know. Probably. But yeah. Um, and then uh, I'm hoping that they come out with this new version of the... Uh, let me see. Zelda. The last one was... Well, they did uh, re-release The Link's Awakening. I passed on that one. I don't know. I played that one when I was, you know, playing the Game Boy version back in the day. I don't know if I really need to go back to that one. It's a fun game, but Breath of the Wild was the last good one. And uh they might re-release some new version of it. Breath of the Wild 2 or something. It's a fantastic game. Uh it was honestly very surprising how good it was uh, the visuals, everything it was like basically like if you can imagine on a scale of like GTA, this was like even probably like bigger in a sense, you could travel all across this land and stuff, the only thing I wish is that they had like actual dungeons they completely like missed that man, they had like these parts of the game where you can go and do like this challenge or whatever, they were like these challenges and the challenges were fun and everything but you're totally missing like this dungeon-esque feeling that Zelda normally has when you go into the dungeons and you're fighting like a boss or something like that. You don't get that really with this game. It's it's all kind of outdoor. It's based out about being outdoors and stuff and traveling and uh, exploring and whatnot. And it's it's super some it, like super uh, somatic. Cinematic. I'm sorry. Uh, it's the it's got a. Yeah, they're gonna talk of here Ganon. And it's 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 got like this whole like story to it or whatever, but uh, yeah, it, it's it's very good though. It's very cinematic. It's very cool. Uh, so it'll be great to see what you know what new things they can come up with. Uh, I saw they had a trailer for a second one, and so that sounds pretty exciting, I guess. Yeah, here I am getting all nerdy and stuff, you know, whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, yeah, it's fun. Games are fun, but you, you know, you can't you can't play them all day, you know. Either you, you know, there's a time and a place, I guess. Right, time and a place for Nintendo. And, uh, sometimes, sometimes it's, it's good. Sometimes it's good. Uh, the other game I was going to mention that was good. Well, of course, Mario Kart 8 was a great game. Nothing wrong with Mario Kart 8. Uh, it's just, it was in my opinion, just too short. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it's a blast if you're playing with friends and whatnot. I'm, mean, it's probably like endless amount of entertainment if you want to, you know, play against friends and all that. Uh, but, But yeah, they've they've had some good games Super Smash Ultimate was pretty cool Uh, The music is intense The game itself is actually pretty intense The whole premise of it is very intense Uh, It's got all the characters of any game you could possibly think of Uh, Yeah And uh, what was it? Mario Maker 2 Yes, I played a lot of that I played a bunch of this game. I actually like playing the game itself, like what people make and stuff. I'm not as creative with this game as I hoped that I would be. But uh, Mario Maker 2 is a fantastic game. This is just like some sound from it. But yeah, it's it's super like cartoony and uh, colorful and uh, just overall just fun. And I, I like the speed run levels. The levels where people... Create that you have to kind of like run through them as fast as possible to get to the you know the finish line i thought that those are really cool and it all depends what levels you're playing because some levels aren't justified to be even levels i'll be honest some of the easy ones if you play on the easy mode or whatever it's like just someone put the the finish line right there and just jump and go to the finish line that's it some of them i think people are just doing just to i don't know do nothing really I guess, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's just kind of like my spin on Nintendo, and my little, uh, how do you call, somewhat, uh, complaint about what was going on with the, uh, the Wii U, if anybody agrees with me, um, I, I would hope that someone agrees, I, that's just what I noticed, you know, I mean, I invested some good money into it, and it just didn't crossover and yeah so you have to rebuy all these things and Nintendo puts out and then they made this one game they were talking about it a lot when it first came out it's called uh, Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle I played this one it's 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 kind of fun but it's it's one of those games you play once and you're kind of just like, "Eh, you know, that was enough." And s- some of these games are like that, you know. Especially a lot of these new ones, they just kind of they're like a one playthrough and that's about it. But uh if one thing Nintendo's good about doing, if I could say like what they've done right, is they've they've definitely been very creative throughout the years of, you know, just if you go back and play the original NES, I mean you'll you'll put you'll pick it up for like a minute and you'll be like, Wow, okay, I think I'm good, you know. And back then, we used to play the the living crap out of those games. I mean, we literally played them until our fingers hurt, you know. And today, you go back, at least for me, maybe some people aren't like that. Maybe they like to play these games all day long. I don't know. Uh, you know, there's some people out there that are very retro. They like the retro spect of the games, and that's just what they want to stick to. That's just what they like. Maybe it makes them feel comfortable that way. I don't know. Uh, but there are just like games that i come back to the old ones that are just like dang i can't believe i was into this you know it just seemed like a big waste of time (laughs) and i think that's as time goes on i'm going to realize that more and more it just seems like that some of these games you you're like wow i can't believe i put that much time into that game or it just seemed like it was like it seemed like it was funner back then right and um yeah so these games are getting more advanced and more complicated, and more there's more stuff involved and of course they're gonna tie in all this other stuff that's gonna keep you involved in it and try to bring you back into these games to create these tasks or these uh unlockable features and things in that area and that's just kind of what they do with these games today, which is kind of a kind of an annoying feature if you if you ask me but uh yeah. It just it's all it's all about taste, I guess. But uh I guess uh thirty five years though, man. Mario has been going strong for thirty-five years. This happened like I think in September was it? Anniversary Direct. So yeah, and they talked about this Mario Kart Live thing that they're gonna do and Paper Mario, I don't I'm, I was never into that. I don't know. Paper Mario I, I skipped all those. They have uh, some physical stuff that comes out though, some Lego materials and Game and watch, I don't know, some like portable Nintendo thing with the original NES stuff on there. Uh so yeah, you know, they 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 got a lot of stuff happening here once in a while. Uh whenever there's anniversaries or like whenever they do like re releases and stuff, it, it kind of gets you excited, but you know, try not to resell me too much of this stuff, Nintendo, come on. You know? Thirty five years this year marks the 35th anniversary of the original release of the Super Mario Brothers game. Yeah, the original and one. Today, we will be announcing upcoming Super Mario games and products that will be released by spring 2021. Okay. So here this we is go. this is just like a list of like all the stuff that's coming out Here's that's related to the 35th anniversary and he's talking over me. Okay. But yeah, you know, that's uh what you got to look forward to and um let's see 2017 that's when odyssey came out yeah odyssey like i said odyssey was cool but i don't know i just didn't uh oh man this was a good one the mario bros for game boy was great that was a good one are they planning on re-releasing that that'd be awesome I mean, but see, that's the thing. Like, they, they actually did this online feature for 20 bucks a year. You do get, like, NES games and SNES games. I mean, you, you get these games right here. You get Mario 3 and a bunch of other ones. But, uh, that, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it's, like, is it worth it, though? And... I guess if you're going to pay them 20 bucks a year, you might as well get something out of it. So, like, you do get these games. They're, they're, they're going to release them in what they call, like, this... Uh, it's like the Mario... uh geez. It's just this thing where you have your NES games and your SNES games. Uh, if you have a Switch, you know what I'm talking about. And they actually have quite a few games. But I noticed that as the months go on, they don't release a whole lot. Like, I think, like... I don't know, I don't know how, how often they do it, but the last time they released a game, it was, like, one game, and then, like, it wasn't a good one. So, I'm not sure if Nintendo has to license those, or if they're gonna... They, they might give up on that, too, so I don't know. It just seems like everything that they do good, they sometimes end up giving up on. It just uh, kind of goes that way, I guess. Uh, yeah, the new Super Mario Bros. that came out on the 3DS was actually pretty cool. That one, that that's some music to that one right now. But uh, I'm just kind of ranting now. I don't know. Uh, as for Nintendo in the future, we'll see what happens. Uh, there's some games I'd like to see. Obviously, some Metroid. We haven't seen Metroid in forever. Uh, what's going on with Metroid? They did release some Metroid for the 3DS, but no one has that anymore, do they? I, I sold mine actually a while ago. I actually had a couple of them, and I sold them because I knew that that was going to be the next thing. They're going to just kind of switch over to the Switch, and so you're going to have to switch everything. That's basically what they want you to do. They just want to switch everything back over to the Switch. An SR388, the infamous this is the of the trailer, stone. I guess, for I don't know something for the Metroid for the Switch. I mean the uh, 3DS. Man, I, I got Switch on the mind, don't I? Can I skip through this? Yeah, they make it almost impossible to switch to this. Mechanisms rigged for some as yet undiscovered purpose. Anyway, I'm just kind of rambling here. But yeah, so anyway. Uh yeah, what's your favorite Nintendo game? I don't know. I, I wouldn't know. You're not on the podcast. I'm on the podcast though. But those are my favorite Nintendo games. Obviously, Mario, Zelda, Metroid's great. They need well, they did have the the Super Metroid that's on the uh the uh, SNES library that that they have in there, so I I replayed that. Of course, that's a classic. Uh, but I can go on and on all day about Nintendo, so by now you're probably already tuned out, I, I would imagine. <laughs> it's interesting to me, but maybe not for everybody. And not only that, this is a music-related co- you know podcast, so I like to keep it music related. That's why I play some Nintendo music while I'm talking. And uh, fantastic. Again, Nintendo has some of the best music and video games I've ever heard. Uh, there's only a few games out there that really can you know beat the tunes that Mario has, I guess, or some of the other games that they have but uh as for that i don't know it's just just crazy man everything's crazy the future is going to be crazy i think everything's going to get really crazy and sometimes you need to play games to take your mind off all the craziness maybe so in the meantime i'm going to keep playing my all-stars mario 3d all-stars and uh i'll just uh i'll just uh how do you say stick with that for now yeah and in the meantime you know podcasting so making music this music is uh, something I made not too long ago plante that's the name of it enjoy and uh, check out my soundcloud check out all the stuff that I do if you don't like it I don't know to do something else go outside and uh, go play you know in the park or something and uh, be respectful though don't make a lot of noise out there it's really annoying when the children are yelling all day long out there in the park and they're being loud and annoying or throwing rocks at stuff so don't throw rocks at stuff.